The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. But today on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, going to be joined by special guest Nate Lundy, who's going to talk a little bit about the Broncos draft class, what his thoughts were when it comes to the the best value picks, maybe the most questionable picks, and the best selections made by the Denver Broncos in the 2020 NFL Draft. So, interesting stuff ahead. Of course, uh, this podcast, you can find, well, archives of the podcast at milehighsports.com. And, of course, well, the uh, podcast always having a ton of guests, different uh, individuals who join us, and we love to hear from you as well, too. So you can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio. On Twitter, if you have any Questions, thoughts, concerns, messages, well, be sure to jump on over there and uh, leave me a slide into the DMs, if you will, and, well, we'll be sure to read your responses on Twitter as well, too. During this COVID-19 pandemic, we're, of course, always asking you to shop local. Make sure to check into those small businesses, whether it's many of them that we've talked about on this podcast, Tap 14, Blake Street Tavern, our friends at Joy Wine and Spirits, Collision Brewery, the many great places on this podcast that have supported them well we're trying to support them back and of course a lot of great stuff that uh, you can check out including some of them uh, that we bought gift cards from now at mile high sports we bought a bunch of gift cards and we're going to give those gift cards to you and we're giving them through our magazine so you buy the magazine subscription, you're going to get a gift card to a local business. You can find that magazine, of course, a beautiful one at milehighsports.com. And we'll ship those out, of course, every single month with Mile High Sports Magazine. It's a great magazine, and you can support local business. You basically get your money back because you get the gift card as well, too. It is a win-win for everyone. So go check that out over at Mile High Sports. Dot com. All right, Nate Lundy joining the program. Nate, I assume you have a ton of thoughts. I want to talk, let's start before we get to the Broncos draft. I want to talk about something that's happening on May 1st. Uh, something about uh, something getting legalized. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Sports betting. I'm so, excited. Are you? I am I am thrilled. Uh, it's a long time coming. Now, let's talk about just in general. How does this even work? Do we get do we get to download like apps and then just start betting yes. whenever sports comes back? Uh, do we have to go to the casinos? I don't even know how this works, but I want to talk about it. Yeah, um, you're going to be able to download the app. You're going to be able to do everything mobile, which is exactly what everybody expected. The mm. idea that um, you know they they talked about this even when sports betting is passed in other states. We're talking about New. Indiana, a lot of the states where this is already legalized and they've been doing it is they're seeing, you know, 90 plus percent of the bets taking place um, remotely. Um, They're seeing it on mobile. They're seeing it through apps, things like that. And so, you know, that's to be expected. We're going to be able to go up and have a great time with our casino friends up in Blackhawk and Central City and all that. But um, do it mobily. And I think that that's something that maybe fans didn't realize back when the vote took place in November was, you know, I think a lot of folks thought they were going to have to go all the way up to Blackhawk, open an account, you know, get the betting slip just like you would if you were at the sports book down in Vegas, things like that. And you certainly are going to have that as an option. And I think that's cool. I think there's something kind of fun about the vibe. Sure. You know, going and experiencing it. 
Yeah, exactly. But the fun part will be that you can sit back on the app uh, as I am right now. I'm out on my uh, back patio of the house. Uh, maybe you can hear the neighbor mowing his lawn. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd be able to sit out here and maybe there was, a let's say, an avalanche playoff game taking place those lines i would be able to sit here in the comfort of my house pull up whatever book i use and i think in a lot of cases we're going to find that sports fans are going to be using more than one um they may uh, they may actually download several different apps yeah that they sure could use but hmm. i could pull it up and it might be that uh the avalanche are favored and yeah, they're going to kick the snot out of the Minnesota Wild, and so I'm going to place my bet on the abs, that kind of thing. So I'm I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's expected to go live on Friday, uh, May 1st, and I think that everybody through both Mile High Sports and elsewhere are going to be hearing more and more and more about this. I think that just because there's not live sports, maybe it's a little than it would have been otherwise, but I will say that... The uh, idea of it going live, like I went, I'll give you an example, Ronnie. I went out and looked up, we were talking about the draft. I went out and looked up. I found that one of the sports books right now has the over-under for Jerry Judy's total receiving yards this season at 850. Over or under? Mm, Over. I want over. See, and I'm going under. Well, you were a Bronco hater. That's why. You are a hater. You are a Um, hater. No, I think... I'm going under on that one only because I think there's going to be a lot of mouths for Drew. There is a lot of mouths to feed on this Broncos offense. Yes. I mean, I tell you, you know, he might, you know, he might have, you know, seven or eight that are over 40 yards, which is going to make it easier for him to hit that 850 Mm -hmm. number. But I think that's a high number, but that's an example of, even though we don't have live sports going on, people will have stuff that they can bet on right out of the gate. It's going to be player props. It's going to be futures, you know, over unders on Broncos wins, things like that. It's going to be very, very cool to check out. And uh, look, that leads us directly to the Broncos draft. What'd you think? I mean, you you joined me for the Broncos draft special, and we were talking about it then. And now that you've had a couple days to kind of feel it out and you get the, the emotion of it happening right away, overall, what'd you think of the Broncos draft? Uh, have graded uh, John Elway and the team out in an A are right. I think Matt Miller's right. I think it's one of the five best draft classes that took place last week across the entire NFL. I think that uh, that John Elway and the and the overall team did a really great job. I am still, I will be honest, I am still not a fan of the K.J. Hamler pick. Sure. Yeah. Please understand, for fans that are freaking out, that has nothing to do with K.J. Hamler. I think Hamler is explosive. I think he is a game-breaker type of guy, and I think that's going to be fun. But at the time... There were players on the board that I think could have had an impact in places where this team impact beyond just wide receiver. Yeah, it was not so much the player, but more so the position. And I can understand that because, look, K.J. Hamler, I think, is a dynamic player and I think could very well end up being their version of Tyreek Hill if he pans out. But now I ask the question, who's going to cover Tyreek Hill? Who's going to cover Henry Ruggs? I mean, I, I just don't see it on the roster right now. Yeah, and, and Ojemudia is obviously a guy that they are going to be relying on to help out that secondary. Um, and look, the, the Broncos have a good defense. They do not have a great mm, defense, at least okay. not as of right now. I do not believe um, that just the the idea or, you know, I, I, I think they're going to be, I, I think they're good. I'm not quite ready to use the great I'm definitely not using the elite word yet. 
Um, but if they show it to us within the first few games of the season, I'm going to be pleased. Give me one player that, and maybe you named it. So let's do this. Let's take out KJ Hamler, but let's name the player that scratched your head when the Denver Broncos made the selection and then give me the best value player as well. Um, the one that had me scratching my head a little bit is Albert O, um, which is apparently what we're supposed to call him. It's Okawebuna, <laughs> Nate. Okawebuna. The, uh, the yes. tight end. Um, just because I kind of feel like this team's got a lot of tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> they got really 40 sure of them. Another one. <laughs> sure. Half of them for the Big Ten, too. Um, so that one that one had me scratching my head a little bit, but at the same time, I do believe that the tight end usage in the NFL has expanded yes. in the last five to ten years, that maybe it is the new kind of thing to have three good ones on the roster, and, and maybe this gives them some option in camp. And I will say this, of all the tight ends to draft, to draft the one that was Drew Locke's tight end in college, I, I think has a little bit of an asterisk of like, okay, I, I can kind oh, of Oh, of course. It. And it was a fourth-round pick. I mean, it's not like you were spending a high asset for it. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. But I, that was the one, honestly, like even even K.J. Hamler, even as much as I was uh, frustrated by the pick at the time because there were guys on the board that I would have rather had. Yes. I, I don't... You were frustrated I, with I, position, make, not player. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make me scratch my head that they went out of a talent. It just made me scratch my head when they did it. Yeah. Understandable. Who was the best value pick? I think that this one may be clear. I, I thought the fact that Lloyd Cushenberry, Cushenberry, yeah, fell to the third round was just insane. Yeah. I mean, a guy that, that I mean, our own Zach Seegers had written about on the website. There had been talk about this guy. You're talking about the center on the national champions. All people had been talking about this guy and how good of a fit he would be for the Broncos. And there were people, you and I included, when we were doing the broadcast last week, that we're freaking out because we're like, oh, geez, he's not going to be there by the time the Broncos pick again. And sure enough, he was. Yeah, it was great. Uh, CBS Sports has a article out now talking about one questionable pick from every team. Uh, they have Michael Ojemudia, the cornerback, third round, uh, 77th overall listed as him as somebody who they like the player. They just think the Broncos may have evaluated him too high. Would you agree with that? Yes, uh, I do. I think there were a lot of folks that thought that was a bit of a stretch. But you know what? You and I said this probably a half a dozen times last week when we were talking about the draft, and we've certainly said it a lot over the years, which is if there is a guy that you like, then go get him. Yeah. Don't let somebody else take him from you. If yes, this is a agreed. guy that grades out, he fits into your defensive scheme, you know, Vic Fangio's sitting back going, man, this is my guy. I got to get this guy. Then you need to go get that guy. And don't let another team sneak in because you don't know also sees that same flash in that guy and you're going to lose out on him yeah i totally agree i totally agree i thought the draft class overall was a very very good one i mean i maybe would have leaned a little bit more defense but uh, certainly you know what <laughs> 17 points per game isn't it cool the fact that we're going to have now an offense that is not like like it's playable in madden now like you can actually choose the broncos offense and be like okay cool i can run with this like, yeah, but, but here's the caveat I'm going to throw behind that is, first of all, they're obviously all in on Drew Locke. Yes, as, he as is the Doug chosen Ottawell one. Wrote yesterday, as Dr Doug Ottawell wrote yesterday, locked and loaded, right? That's, uh, the, yes. off, that's the offense. Yes. I will say this. It's still only five games. Um, yes, he went four and one, but please, Broncos fans, go back and remind yourself who they played. Okay, the Detroit Lions had three wins last year. Mm, good point. The Raiders had five. Sure. Um, I mean, let, let's remember who they played, okay? Um, 
you know, the the most impressive of everything that they did was when they went the Texans. That's the biggest thing that they did. They got their doors blown off by Kansas City. And so, yes, do they need more offense? Yes. But I will also say it was only five games for Drew Locke. I will also say this. Um, when this team had the most explosive offense that the NFL had seen in a long mm-hmm. they got their asses kicked in the Super Bowl. So let's be careful deciding, oh, my gosh, we're going to have all this flash and sizzle on offense because the last time I checked, defense is what won Super Bowl 50. Defense is what won it for Seattle in Super Bowl 48. Um, I think last year's Super Bowl was a bit of an anomaly, frankly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the splash on offense, but I really hope that they didn't focus so much on the offense that they have left this defense vulnerable. Very solid points. Nate Lundy joining us. Of course, uh, you can follow a bunch of his work, uh, every writing every so often, joining us on uh, radio shows, of course, here on Mile High Sports. Uh, we appreciate the time, Nate. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, by the way, we have a poll question out today. I want you to answer this poll question because you've been in Denver sports for a long, long time. Of all the Denver sports that you have watched, who, and maybe this is characterized as the most explosive player that you've ever watched, but who is the one player that you would pay a ticket to see? It's hard for me to pick one. Can I give you? Sure. Go ahead. Give us some multiple ones. Uh, Nathan McKinnon and Nolan Arenado. Okay. All right. Those two to me are, because I I heard you talking about Vaughn before I came on, and I think Vaughn is absolutely a ton of fun to watch, but, you know, he's also dependent upon the other guys around him. Sure. Absolutely. Sometimes he has a great game when it isn't actually flashy. He can have a fantastic game without doing a sack dance. Um, whereas every time Nathan McKinnon has the puck on his stick, like my blood pressure goes up. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just That's all fair. of a sudden I'm like, Oh God, what's he going to do? And I will say this, that is a sport also where all your focus is at one point. It's generally who has the ball, who has the puck, much like the NBA. And so maybe it, maybe that's where you focus in on as opposed to football, where more spread out. We always, of course, focus yeah. on the And player. I think the other thing with McKinnon is there are not a lot of guys in the NHL that can do what Mac does. Sure. Agreed. I mean, national announcers talk about that all the time. I mean, national uh, games before things got suspended, they'd be on NBC Sports Network or whatever. And the commentators are like, holy crap. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, like they're even shocked by him. The same yeah. thing with Nolan Arenado. Like we joke with hashtag Nolan being Nolan, right? Because yes. we're we're spoiled, spoiled here. We're very spoiled. Denver friends are. Yeah. Um, but those are two different players where there are not a in their respective leagues that can do what they do. Yeah. There are a lot of guys in the NFL that can do what Vaughn does, and I'm not trying to diminish Vaughn at all. God, you're but such a there are guys you're that can do what he bird. does. Okay. All right. Understandable. I understand your points, though. Very good stuff. Nate, we appreciate your time. Thank you for joining the program. You got it, Ronnie. So, again, big thank you to Nate Lundy for joining us on the podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Nate Lundy. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Appreciate you tuning in, of course, on the many different locations that you can find this podcast, whether it is Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or, of course, the archive at MileHighSports.com. Follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio at Mile High Sports. Appreciate you tuning in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, the daily podcast that's covering the, the Denver Broncos for Mile High Sports. My name is Ronnie Court. You can find the archive of the podcast at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. 
To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.